You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen, on this Friday morning. And let's turn to our final topic of today. In this week's Radio for Good, we're celebrating Deaf Awareness Month in September. And we'll be hearing about The Tempest, a musical where local deaf and blind students are performing. And joining us this morning, I'm really delighted to be talking with Chris Yu, a Senior Program Officer of the Sign Language, Linguistic and Deaf Studies at the Chinese University of Hong Kong. He's also the founding director of SLCO Community Resources. And also with us, we've got performer and deaf student Sarai Sito and also signing interpreter Jessica Zhao. We are live this morning on Facebook, so I'd love for our listeners to join us on Facebook this morning. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Welcome back on the program, Chris. Thank you so much. And welcome to the program, Sarai, and also Jessica. Welcome back. We, we, we've met before. Um, bef- I think this interview interview is for we'll divide it in sort of four parts because I want to talk about the work the great work you do at SLCO I want to talk about the tempest the performance I also want to talk about a, 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 a wonderful initiative project touch my heart that you've launched and of course we want to chat to Sarai about her experiences um, um, in, in the performance so let's start off with SLCO very quickly Chris uh, tell us about yeah. the work you do at, at, at SLCO what is it in what is it exactly? What does your charity do? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice to see you all. And uh, we're so glad to uh, share with you about the work of uh, SLCO Community Resources. Actually, uh, this is a charity organization uh, supported by uh, Chinese University of Hong Kong. We got some funding to uh, support its establishment in uh, 2016. And so up to now, actually, our mission is to uh, support people with uh, communication barriers, uh, just like um, uh, people with uh, hearing impairment, uh, uh, because they do have the uh, hearing loss, and that causes a lot of communication barriers to them uh, in every situation, actually, not only uh, in daily lives, but in also um, in the education, or in um, uh, some psychological and counseling sessions. Uh, that's why we develop different kinds of projects to uh, help people or professionals to get those awareness about uh, the needs of deaf people and also other special needs uh, people who may have also other communication uh, difficulties yeah, in their daily lives. Yeah, so that's our mission to break away, to, to, to break uh, the, the communication barriers for people. <laughs> yeah, well said. Um, and, and full disclosure, um, I, I know Chris p- personally speaking uh, as well, because uh, two of my children are deaf, uh, they have hearing loss. So as a family, we've learned sign language through SLCO um, also, which has been a game changer. It's amazing because you can imagine little children who just ha- have that frustration of not being able mm. to communicate, but giving them sign language they're able to communicate their needs and and it's been wonderful for, yeah. for our family <laughs> yeah. yes of course we 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 do want to promote uh sign language as a different mode of communication uh especially for deaf people because they they do have uh, uh difficulties in hearing clearly to others speeches and uh so uh it is a it's a barrier to uh that that will uh, affect uh, their uh, language development. 
And so sign language is a visual language, and there's no barrier to them, to everyone, actually. <laughs> exactly. So, everyone should yeah. learn sign language. Um, so uh, we've got 15 minutes left. I know that um, um, a group of local deaf and blind students are involved in a wonderful performance, uh, a musical yeah. called The Tempest. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, actually, uh, we're so glad to have uh, LSL. Uh, uh, that's the name of the artistic uh, director, Lee C. Lai. And she, uh, she's a very, very famous, uh, yes. renowned uh, music teacher. And uh, so uh, we we have some collaboration with the LSL uh, Children's and Youth Choir. And this is the second annual concert of them. They, uh, they're so glad uh, that we can have some collaboration with them. And they would love to involve uh, uh, hearing students and also deaf and blind students to uh, do this musical together. And so we are so glad to have Sarai. Uh, she is deaf and she will uh, also participating uh, in this musical performance. Yeah, well, let's bring Sarai and welcome to the program. Thank you so much for, for joining us. I hope our listeners can also join us on Facebook, uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. You can hear uh, Sarai and also her sign interpreter, Jessica. So Sarai, um, tell us about your involvement in, in this uh, musical. How did you hear about it? And what's your what's your role in the performance? Um, how do I come across the musical? Um, it's uh, I got a message and asking whether I want to join a musical that play with uh, deaf people, hearing people, and blind people, and I would like to join it. And I agreed it. And uh, I got a role that plays a sprite. Uh, and uh, I got the scripts, and there are musics in it, and we would dance in the musical as well. Oh, wow. And what sorts of experiences did you have? Did you have any interesting experiences interacting with hearing and blind students? Because this is such a an amazing cast. It's everybody's involved. Yeah. Um, yes, I do communicate with deaf and the blind children. And it's very interesting to teach sign language to the blind students because it's very difficult to teach them. Um, and we need to touch their hands and to teach them how to sign flowers and to, to tell them that you need to open your fingers and to touch their fingers to tell them to open it. And also I communicate with the hearing students. Sometimes I will forget where I should stand, whether I should stand or sit. And the hearing students will remind me that come here, sit with, the, sit with me or stand with me. That's it's very interesting. That's wonderful to hear. Um, with the rehearsal process, did you have any funny things that had had happened? And um, what about rehearsal process? Do you rehearse after school, um, in the afternoons, in the evenings? Uh, the rehearsal actually starts with in the summer vacation, and we practice for two weeks in August. And um, it's very interesting. Yeah, we do have some happy experiences. And I remember I was uh, practicing the sign language uh, music, music lyrics, uh, lyrics with the sign language. And I discovered that the hearing students beside me was signing with me. And uh, then we started to chat with each other. 
Wow, that's amazing. What are sort of people's, were they curious about sign language? Did they ask you questions about how to sign? What sorts of things did they ask you? Uh, they would ask me like, um, you, you, uh, do you understand all the sign languages all over the world? And <laughs> um, you know, every sign language is all over the world, really. And uh, Sarah will uh, answer that. No, I only know Hong Kong sign language and there are different sign languages all over the world. Uh, it's different. And they are curious about everything about sign language. Yeah. That's such a good point you mentioned, Sarai. It's true. People, some people think that sign language is the same um, in, in the world, but actually it's all different around the world. When you told, uh, you know, your fellow students that, were they surprised to hear that? How did you explain it to them? Yeah, I told them it's like Cantonese. Uh, sign language also has its like uh, localized language. Uh, for example, if you fly to uh, England or fly to British, and their sign language will be BSL. And if you fly to uh, America, uh, even if they speak the same English, but the ASL is different from BSL. Exactly, I agree. Yeah. So, have you been enjoying the performance? Have you been enjoying the rehearsal process? And are you excited about the upcoming performance? Uh, I'm actually a little bit nervous about the performance coming up, and uh, I remember we we had rehearsal for the uh, toys, and I'm a little bit afraid that I will forget the movements in the dancing and forget the lyrics. And I actually um rehearse like four hours um each day. Uh, within the two weeks, and I we actually rehearse four hours each day. Um, but uh, not, uh, there are many things coming up, and I may not remember everything of it. It's a bit nervous of me coming up for the coming up show, and uh, a lot of changes and revises in the details, and it's uh, a bit overwhelming. Wow. You know, we're also excited to, to, to see this performance. I'm sure you'll be amazing in it. And I'm sure, you know, our listeners and, and the audience will get a lot out of this, uh, this sort of performance because you don't really see a lot of different ability, uh, people in, in one single performance. I think that's an amazing thing. Um, before I let you go though, Sarai, you're also a student right now, um, at, at Chinese university. What are you studying at the moment? I am studying Chinese uh, high diploma, high diploma in Chinese, and uh, I'm in the second year. And are you enjoying it? Yes, I really enjoy it. And the teachers are really nice. And I will, because I'm a deaf student and uh, the school uh, gave a lot of services and uh, they have the transparent uh, masks. Uh, when the teachers are giving lectures and the teachers will uh, ask me because there are TVB uh, performers, they will use the all transparent masks and the teachers would ask if uh, you would also like that. And uh, they for the English teachers and they would offer if um, I uh, would prefer to change the listening into the uh, the English teacher, because okay, we actually have many 
classes and uh, I have uh, reading and writing and uh, the uh, initial classes were doing uh, via Zoom and uh, when uh, we are having Zoom classes, there will be subtitles of the English uh, teachers uh, speaking uh, to help me understand the contents. Amazing. And I will uh, watch the subtitles and I feel actually unhappy uh, in the class. <laughs> That's amazing. I got to say, you know, I, and I'm super impressed as well w w with you, um, Je Jessica, because I know that when uh, Soraya is signing, she's signing in Hong Kong Sign Language. So then Jessica has to interpret the Hong Kong Sign Language back into English for us. So, so and and also <laughs> vice versa, um, back yeah. for Soraya as well. So that's um, amazing. Okay, well, we only have about seven minutes left. Thank you so much, Soraya, for, for your sharing. We're also excited to see the Tempest and for our listeners. Listeners, uh, you can support uh, this wonderful performance. It's coming up on the 8th of October, and there are two yes. viewings on at 2.30 and 7.30 at the Y Theatre Youth Square uh, in Taiwan. I'll post the link uh, on the Facebook so people can go and support this wonderful performance. Yes, yes. actually, there's a charity concert. <laughs> yeah, we need to raise some fun for our work and especially for our cyberlingual education for all deaf children. Uh, I think that's their right to uh, have sign language in their education. Yeah, so please support us. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Now with SLCO, you also have um, a, an, another wonderful initiative, which is the Touch My Heart Project, Chris. What is this project about? What is this initiative? Yeah, I think uh, because yeah, my I, I have been working for deaf people and the community for so long time. Yeah, over thirty years, somewhat like that. I'm so old, and uh, no, you're not. But, uh, yeah, you must have started working <laughs> for them since you were ten. <laughs> okay, so uh, but uh, yeah, during this so many years, actually, I have um, uh, some work with some families and some deaf students, and actually, I find that because of the communication barriers. Uh, in in their whole life, actually, um, and and uh, societies is not so inclusive as such. So, uh, in fact, there there are lots of uh, psychological issues. Um, yeah, I mean, among the deaf community, and uh, even based on research, actually, they have two or three more times, uh, two two more uh, times. I mean, having uh, psychological issues. I mean, in, in within the deaf community, and so we do think that actually we need some sort of specialized uh, mental health services for deaf people because they may not be able to communicate uh, well in uh, general uh, counseling sessions because all the counselors may just use uh, oral language to communicate with the clients. And that creates lots of barriers, uh, I mean, in terms of their communication. But for psychological therapy, that we, we, we should not allow any misinterpretation of the message because that's very important. So we developed this project and hope to introduce a sign bilingual model of mental health services. So within all our psychological sessions, we will have uh, interpreters there and they have received sufficient training for them to do uh, the interpretation within the session. And so uh, we hope that that people can also, I mean, enjoy the session with uh, good communication, uh, I mean, within, the whole process yeah that's so important chris and what a <laughs> wonderful project because i hear a lot of the times sometimes um uh deaf parents for example will bring their hearing mm. children so 
coders to to, to help them translate for various things. And sometimes... (laughs) It may not be so appropriate for young children or or children to be helping the parents to interpret these messages because they're too young. Uh, No, no, it's definitely not a good practice because that will create another kind of psychological issues for the children. Yeah, Yeah, when they have to do those kind of interpretation because they have to listen to like the psychological problem of their parents. Money problems or just, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or family issues. Yes. Uh, yeah, marital problems. So how how come the the the, the hearing children can do that? And uh, uh, for deaf people, they sometimes they will bring their parents to do the interpretation, yes. uh, or their siblings to do interpretation. I think uh, that that should not be uh, happened. I mean, in in yeah local society, I think yeah we should have the resources to support them to receive that this kind of basic I mean uh, provision. Or service for them. Yeah, and I saw within it's a wonderful website. I'll, I'll post it on on my Facebook as well to share. It's it's touchmyheart.slco.org.hk. <laughs> yeah, so. You also have various workshops like sleeping on on insomnia, for example. Yeah. Is that a common problem that people with hearing loss face? Yeah, we uh, actually we, there may not be. I mean, uh, a specific. Uh, I mean, issues for that people. And and our belief is that uh, for those topics, I mean, it's even important for general population. General population, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so it doesn't matter that whether we have uh, more problems with the deaf population, but they have the right to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For all people, they they have to know about how they can sleep well. For deaf people, they also have the right to know that. But in general, we don't have that sort of uh, uh, public education with sign language support. So most deaf people may not be able to access all this information. Yeah. Before your program, Chris, typically, and maybe Sarai can also, you know, share her experience also. um, When when people go to these services, you know, when when deaf peers go to these sort of services, what happens? Is there a sign interpreter available for these services? Or as you mentioned, do they bring their parents or or siblings? Yeah, because she has uh, deaf parents, so she may she will not bring her parents yes. to these sessions. But uh, maybe she can talk about like uh, problems when she uh, see doctors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Uh. When I'm seeing a doctor, um, I would like to ask for. I wouldn't ask for a sign from the hospital. I would like to contact my uh, SI that is familiar with me and uh, that I can communicate with uh, the doctor better. And sometimes uh, I will pay. Uh, if I if I find some uh, professional interpreters for uh, uh, seeing a doctor with me, sometimes the uh, charge is really high and I cannot really afford it. And uh, Actually, the hospital can book a sign interpreter for me, but it takes a very long time. And uh, uh, they come they come directly to the hospital. And uh, the doctor, uh, uh, sometimes I will just ask the doctor to speak slowly and uh, uh, I can listen a little bit content and uh, also sometimes I will ask the doctor to uh, can write uh, what you are saying but most of the doctors and the sign interpreters are kind and nice uh, however 
um, a lot of deaf people are facing is uh, when they are going to the hospital, they wouldn't know that uh, it's it my turn to see the doctors because they cannot hear the numbers and it's very difficult to uh, get into the system of this uh, hospital. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes in a the clinic, they just uh, um, speak out to tell. Uh, it's your time, Chris. Uh, speak out um, their name. Hold yeah. that thought, Chris and Sarai and Jessica. We have to break for the news. Let's continue a little okay. bit after the news, and we'll continue uh, okay. <laughs> a, a little bit more. So, so don't yeah, go any right. Uh, welcome back to brunch with me, Noreen, on this Friday morning. We are joined uh, this morning by Chris Yu of SLCO, and also Sarai Sito, who is a student and a performer at a local musical, which uh, has uh, local deaf and blind students and hearing students in it. Uh, you can go and support this wonderful performance uh, coming up on the 8th of October at the Y Theatre uh, in Chaiwan and it's a charity event so do go and support it and we've also got Jessica who's our sign interpreter. Um, just before the news break we were talking about the available services available to people with hearing loss and sometimes when you're going to see a doctor for example, Sarai was saying how she has to contact her own sign interpreter um, which can be quite expensive. And also, uh, if she chooses to go with a hospital one, um, the wait can be quite long. So how long is this wait? Is is it the same day or do you have to wait uh, for a longer time? I'm Whether so the interpreter is available and um, if I want to book an interpreter, maybe it's um uh, because if i know the dates that i'm going to see the doctors and i i will immediately need to book an interpreter wow but sometimes that i know uh they may not be able to arrange the interpreters for them at the specific time and so because it, it all depends on whether the agent uh can arrange uh, an interpreter for them at that specific time. If they don't have, then they just have to speak or write to the doctor, yeah, yeah. or bring their own interpreters or friends. Uh, sometimes they will bring uh, the colleagues, <laughs> like in our university, they will bring our colleagues to see the doctor. So I think it's still not really accessible. I mean, yeah. Wow. It makes me think that, you know, that the hospital should just have uh, several sign interpreters there just on standby because, you know, you know, the general population is so big that they should just have people there available. Um, we are live this morning on Facebook. So we'd love for our listeners to join us. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. Jeffrey writes in to say, looks like the sign language organizations around the world, I think that's what you're referring, have dropped the ball when it comes to international communication. Communications. They could have unified it so that sign language can be used worldwide as a worldwide language and people can use it to get uh, careers as international communicators. Um, I think I can try and answer that one. Um, there's no universal sign language because I think a lot of the sign language are, are based on sort of gestures and based on cultural references. Yes, um, yes. So, for example, you know, uh, thank you in Hong Kong sign language would be sort of a thumbs up and then the thumb bowing 
because that's how Asians say thank you. You know, you nod the head uh, a little bit, whereas I know in British Sign Language, you know, you touch um, your whole hand to your bottom of your chin and then you point forward that sort of thank you in British Sign Language. So it's really difficult to to have a universal yeah. uh, sign yeah, language. Yeah, but yeah, Chris? Yeah, but I want to supplement that is that uh, even though the, the sign language in different places is different, but in fact, because uh, that people, they uh, get used to sign language uh, and gestural communication. And so that when they come together, even they are coming from very different uh, culture or places, uh, they can communicate very well with each uh, among them. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, because they, they, they can, yeah, get the message from their gestural communication and then gradually they will learn other sign languages from their friends. And so many of the deaf people, they can actually uh, manipulate uh, different types of sign languages. <laughs> And they can probably learn it much faster than yeah, hearing people really. instantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can always see that in the in the international conference. Uh, I have difficulties to communicate with some other uh, people from other countries, like from Korea <laughs> or yeah, other countries. But for for that people, they can just get together and become friends. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, finally, Chris, before we, we let you go, how can we support the work of SLCO? Um, have you got a website and, and, and social media? Yeah, we do have a website. Yeah, that's the uh, uh, slco.gov.hk. And so you can come to that. And uh, of course, we need do need some resources slco.org.hk. Yep. Yeah. And also yeah. on Facebook? Yeah, we do have our Facebook. So you just type uh, SLCO Community Resources. You can find our Facebook yeah, and know what we're doing. <laughs> Thank you so much for all the wonderful work you're doing for our community, uh, for, for, for those with hearing loss and also for hearing people as well. Because, you know, a lot of the times... Uh, children of, of hearing loss uh, are born to hearing parents, you know, deaf children are sometimes born to hearing parents. So I, I know uh, from from my own experience that you've done, a, uh, you and your team have done a wonderful work to, to transform a lot of lives. And also, Sarai, best of luck, good luck for your performance. <laughs> and we can't wait to see you on the 8th of, of October. Thank you so much. Also to Jessica, our sign interpreter this morning. Thank you so much. 